0: Okay. Woo. And here we are for another episode of Heart and Hustle, Visionary Healers, Movers, and Shakers. I am your tribal hostess, your movement motivator, and your passion instigator, Paulette ries And I am so excited to have our guest today, my new friend, <laughs> Ms. Gaia Morissette, here is here with us from Canada. And I'm yes. so excited. And she is just a mover and a shaker and a and a woman who is out to make change in the world with pleasure mm. and and love and mm, some good juicy stuff going on. How you doing, Gaia?
1: I'm so happy to be here and, you know, I love, I'm excited about our frolicking time, like what's going to happen? Where are we going to talk about? Where are we going to go? I It's,
0: it's yeah. all
1: exciting. Um, I love, yes, I love to play and frolic and it's all about life is filled with pleasure, pleasure mm. possibilities.
0: Oh, pleasure possibilities. That is lovely. There is another bumper sticker for you. Yeah. <laughs> We've been talking about bumper stickers, so a little, a little back background here is that I just met Gaia like last week or so, and I was on her show, which was really fun, super awesome, and she can tell you more about that podcast, and now she's here on my show, which is really fun, and she brought up the word frolic, and I love that word. I haven't used that word in so long, and just what does that conjure up for you? my friends frolic do you frolic (laughs) do you allow yourself to frolic do you frolic with others (laughs) would you like to frolic with others because we're going to frolic now and I think that is just super fun Um, and so Gaia thank you for being here I really appreciate your time to come over to my side of the world my show heart and hustle visionary healers movers and shakers and so um, I think you should just tell us all about yourself.
1: <laughs> all right. So here's my quick elevator speech. <laughs> okay. All right. And trust me, if you're going to be stuck on an elevator, I'm the person you want to spend. Oh, on man. The elevator I am with.
0: so, like, I am so, <laughs> I want to be with you. <laughs>
1: Um, So, I'm a holistic sexual wellness specialist, a BDSM wellness guide and expert, and a high priestess of divine sexual magic and elemental magics. Mm. And I believe the keys to a happy, healthy, wealthy, epic, magical, and orgasmic life Mm. is embracing the human experience, letting go of fear, shame, guilt, and self-loathing, and, of course, sexual wellness. And I do this for speaking, training, and coaching in the world. Mm.
0: That's so good. And it's so important, such good work in the world. Oh, I love what you just said. Um, well, I want to know how you got into this line of work and how long have you been doing this?
1: So I've been doing this work full time, 10 years now, okay. full time uh, part-time for 10 years before that. So over 20 years. And, and really it started with, um, at that moment I said yes to my Mm -hmm. destiny. Um, I didn't realize that was what's going to happen (laughs) when I said yes. Um, (laughs) Amazing
0: things can happen uh, when you say yes. Amazing
1: things can happen when you say yes. So, Everybody, and that goes back to the, your your question, like how did I get into this? This job chose me. I didn't choose it. Um, you know, when I was about fourteen, fifteen, my mom took me to this women's gathering, and I remember being like, "This is not cool, mom. These women are weird, right? <laughs> I'm like, where are the boys, right?" I, 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 boys at this point, (laughs) I don't want to spend time with these weird, iffy women, right? And so I was hiding from these weird women, which it's funny and ironic is that I became one of those women. But anyways, um, so I'm hiding from these women and this woman who's like, I don't know, she was, I mean, to me at that age, she was like ancient. So she was like, in that perspective, it was like she was in her late 60s, early 70s. And she walks into the room, I'm by myself, and she says, I've never had an orgasm. And I remember in that moment being like, that had been the worst thing I had ever heard. Mm, mm. Because I had already experienced orgasmic pleasure at this point, and I couldn't imagine living your whole entire life without having that connection and being able to experience that. So I put my book down, I walked over to her, she's crying, I give her a hug, and I perceived her that she's like, it's too late. said, "It's not too late. And I taught her that she could masturbate to orgasm and how she could go about doing that. And it was like breathing for me. There was no, you know, a normal 14-year-old girl would have been like, la, 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 why are you telling me this? This is icky. And I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't. I was just like, this is awful. We need to fix this. And it was like, that was the moment that I said yes to why I'm here, why I'm on mm. this planet is that I'm here to create this space, this containment space for sexual empowerment and sexual awakening and um, to balance out and heal all of the wounds and the dysfunction that has happened around human sexuality throughout history. And that's what I'm here to do. And so that after that moment, I couldn't go anywhere without people talking to me about sex. And when I say anywhere, I actually mean that. Like, I've been at bus stations and standing, waiting for the bus, and some random dude, without me even saying hi, start talking to me about his erectile dysfunction. Oh, or god! Hi, <laughs> my, my friends giving out my phone number to random strangers, and, you know, me picking up the phone when I'm about ready to have dinner, and people saying hi. Me and my boyfriend are trying to have anal sex. How do we do this? I'm like, who are you? And how did you get my phone number? So it's, it really, I spent the next, you know, Mm. 15 years, basically at that point, um, basically people talking to me all the time. And a lot of times, and for me, stepping into this role full time became this beautiful gift because now I had boundaries and a business card and office Mm. hours. So when random people started to ask me questions, I'm like, I get that you feel safe with me. However, this is, I'm not in work mode. Here's my card, book an appointment. And so I think in a lot of ways, that's kind of what led me to doing this work because it was, it it was happening anyways. Like there was no getting away from it, no matter how much I wanted to. You
0: were a magnet. (laughs) I
1: was this huge magnet.
0: (laughs) So were you, were you sorry at the time that that was happening or were you excited that that was happening? Well, there
1: was times where it really, I, especially when I was younger, that there was, and I didn't really understand what was happening. Like, why do ever, why does everybody come to me around sex? Like, can't you see I have my own shit going on? Like, it was always this place of like, not only people talking to me about sex, but also about their trauma. Was that that was another piece of that, and, and it was like I was this beacon of safety, and so without people setting boundaries or saying hi or like, is this a good moment for you? Mm, people would right. just, w- would invade that space. Mm-hmm. And, and mm-hmm. so I felt like, I felt like there was no, there was no space to I wanted people to feel safe, and I, and I knew, and it was almost like there was this place of desperation that people were like, "You're a safe person. I've been dying to have this conversation, so I'm just going to blurt this out." And so I didn't have at the tool at the time. I didn't have yeah. the tools that I do now to be able to set boundaries, right? And and to be like, "Hey, you know, I really want to hear. I really want to support you in this space, and I feel so honored that you trust me and you feel safe with me." However, right now, you know, my boyfriend just broke up with me. <laughs> trying to deal with my own emotional shit at the moment. So, so for me, it was almost like when I finally dropped into doing this work full time, it actually gave me a containment space Mm, where I could truly support people and do what I needed to do to take care of myself at the same time and not end up being burnt out.
0: Awesome. That's fantastic. And that's what I was going to ask too, is like, so through this work, which is incredibly personal and intense, how do you take care of yourself? What do you do? So that's a conversation we love to have here at Heart and Hustle because self, self-care and self-love and self-preservation is of the utmost so that you can go out and do the work you are here to do. So what do you do for you?
1: Oh I have lots I have lots of <laughs> I <Sorry> like you. <laughs> I'm all about I'm all about you know self care so I mean I have a morning practice that I do every morning where You know, I wake up and I do my theta brainwave meditation. That's the first thing I do as soon as I get out of bed. And then I set my intentions for the day. And then I do a lot of uh, magic manifestation saying, you know, yes to the universe and, you know, allowing all the people that I need to engage with to show up today. And, and, you know, I have my cuddles with my dog first thing in the morning before we go out on an adventure because I've taken for his lovely walk. And on that walk, I hug all the trees in the neighborhood and I say hi to all the trees and so the dog's peeing on one side of the tree I'm hugging the other side of the tree <laughs> we, we've figured it out so that there's no cross peeing on my leg by accident You, know? <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know?
1: and and all of that is just to get me primed so that when I show up I'm showing up exactly where I need to be how I need to be and done all and checking in, like all of those morning rituals is all about making sure that I'm emotionally balanced, I'm physically balanced, because then I work out, like, there's a whole bunch of I eat, I, you know, I have this gratitude while I'm eating, like, there's a whole bunch of stuff that I set my day up so that I can mm-hmm. fully be in it. Um and I know when I don't do my morning ritual and when I don't oh, do man. my morning ritual, I'm a big giant cluster beep. I'm not allowed, I'm not sure. Am I allowed to swear on your yes, show? Okay. Girl. All right. I'm a giant clusterfuck. If yeah. I do not do my morning stuff of setting myself up for success. Yeah. Um, the other pieces that I do for self care is like, I love to frolic and frolicking for me is all about playing and dancing in the rain and I'm a nudist so I get to spend as much time as I possibly can frolicking naked outside in nature and being one with nature and you know I have a a, an orgasmic practice that helps me throughout my day um, to build energy to release energy to you know I laugh I dance I I drum um, you know And I have lots of sex. (laughs) These are the things that I do (laughs) to make sure that I'm... And the other thing is is that I do deep, once a week or twice a week, I really drop into looking at my shit. Mm. And and that's another piece of my self-care where I do intense amount of journaling and sit in and drop into where am I, what's going on, how am I feeling, What's happening with my subconscious. I really drop in at least once or twice a week to kind of dig into that place so that I can course correct wherever I need to course correct in my mm-hmm. life, whether it's in relationships or work or whatever it is. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Cool. That's great. So how did you,
0: to become a sexual wellness expert, um, be, be Sides experience did you study with people do you have coaches do you have mentors um what's what's your business style of background in that aspect
1: so i have all of my years of experience um all of my trauma healing i have schooling and working with abused women and children that's like my psychological background education mm-hmm. stuff um i have tantra training um but I would say of all of my, like, schooling, I don't use any of it. Yeah. <laughs> like, I all of my training and so I don't really use any of it. What I use is that being a conduit, being connected yeah. to the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, the universe is my teacher every day, all day long. I channel, so it's always perfect when I'm working with clients. And all of that beautiful gifts that, whatever, whoever's in front of me needs from the universe, I get to gain that knowledge. So as it comes through me, it becomes Mm -hmm. a part of my knowledge base. So when people ask me that question, I mean, really fundamentally, I'm tapped into the universal knowledge of everything. And so I can tap in there whenever I need, and then it gets to be into my conscious uh, awareness. So it's not just dropping in on the subconscious, it's also on a conscious level. So my my skill sets are always improving every day, and every time I drop in, the other beautiful thing that's uh, a wonderful, sometimes wonderful, not so wonderful, um, is anything that I need to work on in my own shit, my own life will present. And when something presents, and I work through it, and I do my work, and I heal it, and all that kind of stuff, it's like within. 24 hours of completion of me working on it a client shows up with that exact same issue with that Mm. exact same thing it's like a constant like I'm constantly in school education because somebody needs that yeah in school (laughs) education because somebody's gonna need that right so it's this really beautiful continual education Mm. that I'm on um and when I know when something heavy or what like something is, I'm like, oh, somebody's going to need this. Okay, so I better dig in quick and and look at it and figure out what needs to be done so that I can pass that knowledge on to whoever it is that really really needs
0: it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. Oh. yeah, it's so great to see someone who really stands in there their power and their magic and works with the laws of the universe, if you want to call it that, making magic um, and drawing to you what you desire to draw to you and doing the work that means the most to you and that it, it can in fact happen. Uh You know, for those of you out there who are desiring uh, to do work that you're not doing, you know, looking at why it isn't working for you or why you're not there yet, but know that you can manifest this. You know, there's ways and rules and laws of the universe of, you know, attraction. And like, if you look at what Gaia was just saying, she's such a magnet to this work. This is her purpose. This is her work and to be that magnet and open yourself up to receive Open yourself up to allow, open yourself up to do the work, and still have these beautiful rituals and ceremonies and self care and self preservation so that you can continue to build and do the work.
1: Oh, yeah. Because if you don't, you just get burnt out. You're right. just like, it's soul sucking. Because if I've been there. <laughs> yeah. Been there, done that. Um, you know, it's like, I know that if I don't have that self-care, if I don't make the space and the time and the importance for that, Mm -hmm. I get burnt out. And, and, and once you're burnt out, it takes so much, so much time to pull yourself back and crawl out of the pit of, of emptiness because you've like depleted all of who you are. Mm. And, and I've been, the, I've done that a couple times and it's enough, it's painful enough as a reminder that <laughs> as soon as I'm like, oh, I'm not, I'm kind of feeling a little like energetically low. I'm not so pep pep right now. And for me, a good indicator is my arousal levels, right? Because, you know, as, as the sex goddess and, and, in, you know, always in that creative energy yeah. and that, that of creative life force energy that as soon as my libido starts to wane, it's like, oh, something's going on. What am mm-hmm. I not doing? What am I not paying attention to? What where am I not? What area of my life am I not taking care of? Right? Like, where is that? What is happening right now? And so that becomes an indicator for me to like stop, reevaluate and check in and figure out what's going on. Mm -hmm. But that's also that point of why I do that deep dive every week, right? Is to make sure that I don't ever end up back in that place.
0: (laughs) Well, and we all ebb and flow for sure. Yeah. You know, but and it's it's sometimes it's good to go down so you can go back up. I mean, you can't always be up. I mean you can, but there's other parts of life that you still have to experience. So it's important to have those ups and downs and then it gives you such perspective mm-hmm. and helps clarify more of your desires, right? Desires. Yeah. Desires are good. Desires. desires are yummy. <laughs> <laughs> because we love to dance with our desires. <laughs> yeah. So um so what so being a sex expert, sexual wellness advocate. Can't always be easy. Or maybe it is. Maybe it's totally easy. I mean, for you, it's apparently really easy. But I mean, to be out in the world to um, uh, say those things out loud, sometimes in some places.
1: Oh yes. So uh, you want? That's what you want to hear. You want to hear <laughs> about the the. Uh, I want
0: to hear the hustle. I want to hear what's, heck, what's yeah, been some of the obstacles uh, that have put you to such, such divine clarity in your work. You know:
1: So here's a kind of a very interesting shifting. So before I did this work full-time, I owned a pottery and drumming teaching studio. Mm. And as an artist I had artist privilege I could say do be anything because ah, she's a potter she's an artist it's all good but there was no resistance to it it was just Mm -hmm. it's just like she's an artist so I had artist privilege and then I changed career paths and I dropped into still being the all doing all the stuff, but all of a sudden I lost artist privilege. And as I lost artist artist privilege, all of a sudden society was like, "No, you need to behave now. You you're not an artist anymore. You need to behave. You need to behave like a responsible human being. And you need to you need to wear a bra and you need to start wearing underwear. And you need to like, <laughs> <laughs> you, you need to you need, you, know, you need to behave, behave." And I was like, what is happening right now? I'm like, oh, I, and I knew that that was going to happen when I shifted careers because I remember being very resistant when the universe told me, okay, it's time for me to step in full time. I was like, no, give that job to somebody else. I have it perfect. I can be, I can be my authentic self mm. and society loves me for it because I'm an artist so it just makes me unique Mm. (laughs) and eccentric (laughs) and I'm like I don't want to give I do not want to give that up do not want to give that up the universe like too bad you gotta so finally I at that point I'd learned that when the universe speaks I have uh two choices there's uh it can it's either way it's happening so I can it can be easy And I say yes and lean into it, or it can be hard where I kick and scream and and it's a horrible experience. So I knew at that point that I just needed to say yes. So I stepped in and I said yes. And it did shift, it shifted radically. Mm. Not only did I lose artist privilege about who I was in the world, but I also stepped into this role of sex and sexuality. And so the shame And the, the, the sexual shaming and the slut shaming and the, Mm. you know, no one wants to talk about what I do. And it's like, there is uh, all the way around friends. I lost friends and, you know, I mean, my family is pretty good because they always know they love me unconditionally. So that's good. But there was a lot, I lost a lot in dropping into doing what society, I lost a lot from society Mm. to gain what I was meant to be here to do. And so there was a lot of work that I had to lean into and be fearless in it being like, and not internalize like other people's shame isn't about me it's not my shame it's not I don't carry that shame that's not mine to carry and and really sitting in that space of judgment like that's not my judgment that's not about me I can be this loving invite you know like when people react and freak out and get triggered and all these things that happen often or when I'm around um, (laughs) I can be that containment space of saying, I got you. It's okay that you're triggered right now. If you want to like explore that and help, if you want me to help you move through that and heal that, that's why I'm here. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm here for. Mm -hmm. If you're not ready, that's okay. I will be when you are. And so really it's been this, this journey of being that solid, unwavering, mm. confident, fearless goddess because it's what I'm here to do. And mm. it's it's also what I'm here as an inspiration to do. And if I have to, in holding truth in my sexual empowerment and who I am, and that inspires the world around me, which people need to see even more because in this area of sex and sexuality, We have so much shame. And as women in particular, we have been taught that we are supposed to be sex objects and we are supposed to be sexy, but we are not allowed to be sexual. Mm. And so when we drop into, because there's nothing, there's nothing more beautiful than a woman in her pure sexual desire and in that sexual power. And there's nothing more terrifying than a woman (laughs) in her complete sexual empowerment right and so from a societal standpoint there's a lot of push pull push pull around that and so the only way that i'm going to show up and be able to do the work that i do means that i have to be not just speaking those that story but living a living embodiment of that and yeah. so and that's basically what it is on a daily basis the funny part about that though is that the less I care about it, the less it actually shows up, which is quite beautiful, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. I don't really care. I, I, I don't really care about it anymore. Like, it's like, whatever. All right, here's how we handle that. And yeah. the, the more that I that don't care about it, actually, the less it happens. It's like, it used to happen all day long. Now it might happen once every six months. And I'm like, what is happening? And there's like this w- weird moment. I'm like, what is happening? Oh, that's right. Okay. All right. That thing. Yeah. That thing. Well, right? and that
0: comes with—I mean—that comes with experience. That comes with wisdom, uh, and you grow further and further, deeper and deeper into your your role in that. Your beautiful, divine embodiment mm-hmm. of that, with your experience and your age. And although, how old are you, darling?
1: I'm forty-four.
0: You look so much younger than that.
1: <laughs> I know. Everybody thinks I'm so young.
0: It's oh, orgasm I and them. laughter.
1: That's I what it. well, it's orgasm and laughter.
0: And and I'm like, dance, baby, dance. I yeah. I love my life. Yeah. I've, been, I've been dancing all my life. I was gonna say something and now, I think it left. I mean, let me see if I can find it. <laughs> Come back. I think going back just a little bit to saying how. Uh, I mean, you've just just—you've kind of always been this way. You've always been this attached and knowledgeable and in tune with yourself and with your sexual pleasure and your identity. Uh, and I think that's one of the things too that I bring to my coaching practice is that um, you can be a freak. You can be a tattooed belly dancer. You can be anything you desire to be and still be professional, and yep. ethical, and yep. aesthetical, and uh, you can make you work in the world. If you believe in yourself, if you love what you do, you have a gift to share.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think that's, that, that piece is so important, is like when we are okay with who we are, the rest of the world becomes okay with who we are oh, yeah when we are looking for the rest of the world to be okay help us be okay with who we are let me tell you it doesn't mirror back that's what it mirrors is all of our insecurities all mm-hmm. of our fears all of our worries and so it's like it's that beautiful piece of that you can be anybody and do anything and and be successful and, and joyful and and all of these things.
0: And have a great time.
1: And have a great time. And, and squeeze re- your
0: genitals.
1: And squeeze I- your genitals. <laughs> have you, that? Have you said that? I said it before you. Have you squeezed your genitals today? <laughs> I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right now. <laughs>
0: I can't believe I said that
1: before you did. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) But it's that peace. It's that peace. Like we can be we can show up who we are and the world will accept us. The world will love us because we love us. Right.
0: Because there's space and room for everyone and everyone's uniqueness and individuality and creativity and weirdness and whatever you want to freaking call it. You know, I love it. I love people. Well, most people. There's a few I'd rather shoot, but anyway, we won't go there. (laughs) But really quickly, before we tie this up, I do want, so you have a podcast, which I was on last week.
1: Yes, yes. I have a podcast called My Orgasmic Life, which can be found on all the major platforms, Google, Spotify, Apple, and all the other ones. Um, You can reach me if you want to spend more time with me. You can reach me at succulentliving.com.
0: Succulent living.
1: Mm -hmm. So Uh, good, honey. I know. And I have... I teach lots of courses, online courses, guided courses, retreats. There's all sorts of stuff that I got going on. Um, And I have a book coming out soon. Um, So I'm still, I'm still working on the name. So actually, I don't know why I'm being inspired to say this, but if anybody comes up with a really juicy name, so the type, so the book is based on becoming a better lover. But that's kind of not really fun. Like, it's not a fun name. It's, it is what it is, but it's not really fun. So if anybody comes up with, like, a fun name, like Rockstar rock Between the Sheets or something fun and juicy that captures people's mind, please send me an email.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, you could do a whole contest. Come on. Name my book, people. <laughs>
1: name my book. And well, actually, it's a good idea. Name my new book, it and if someone comes up with a a really good idea, then you know you get uh, you get an hour of free coaching with me, which is you know a value of you know significant amount of money. So <laughs> I'm not cheap. I may be easy, but I'm not- <laughs> I
0: i have that on camera. <laughs> Uh, All right. Well, darling Gaia, that was just a really great conversation. Thank you for sharing your time and your energy and your beautiful work with us. Thank you for having me on. Yeah. Thank you for making the magic you're making in the world and the change you're making in the world and what you bring to us, predominantly women. um.
1: Actually, no, I work a lot with men.
0: Awesome. That's great. For all of what you bring to all of us, about pleasure and allowance and a connection. That's really incredible work. And for all of you out in Heart & Hustle land, thank you for being here with us for yet another episode. Heart & Hustle visionary healers, movers and shakers. I am your tribal hostess, your raging sage, Paulette Ristini. I'm so happy that you're here. Please let us know if you have any questions or comments. Of course, I will give you all of Gaia's connections to her sites in, in the, in the blog post. And um, I love that you're here. I really, I'm so grateful to have you as our growing global audience and sharing all this beautiful magic in the world. So you go out and create what you want to make in the world and we'll see you next time.